Welcome to the Aquarian Intuitive Podcast, a show to help you raise your vibration and elevate your experience of life here on earth. Each episode, I'm going to hit you with little nuggets of wisdom that will help you shift your entire life from feeling stuck, unworthy, disempowered, and anxious to a life filled with balance, purpose, clarity, freedom, and alignment to help you remember that you have limitless potential to create a life that feels good. I'm your host, Veronica WK, a transformational coach, spiritual mentor, artist, and mystic, here to support you in up-leveling your life. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining me for the third episode of this podcast. I am pre-recording this episode because at the time that you are listening, well, if you listen when it's released, um, I will be sitting on a beach in Florida. Um, super excited. I'm leaving in just a couple days to take a little vacation with my husband and my sister and her boyfriend. Um, but it's actually really timely because, you know, I'm up in New England, I live in New Hampshire, and it is getting chilly here, and, you know, we're really, the change of the seasons just seemed like it happened really fast, and I don't feel like we had a very summery summer this year, it was not a very warm summer, we had some hot days, but all in all, it just seemed like summer was really short, too short for my liking. Um, so it feels really good right at this time of the year when the seasons are changing for the dark and the cold to be going to a place that is warm and sunny. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that and getting my summer in. Um, but today I want to talk about um, the changing of the season and what this season means um, energetically and how you can really kind of dive into the change of each season and work with it instead of against it because I am so guilty of that. I find um, that I am always kind of wishing it would be something it's not and you know at the end of summer I always feel really sad. I get almost depressed because it just feels like it's never long enough, especially here in New Hampshire. I just, we don't have a very long warm season and we don't really have a clearly defined spring and fall here the last few years. It's kind of like an extended winter and then boom, all of a sudden, oh, summer. And by the time you even realize like, oh, summer is here, it's already mid-July and then it starts to get chilly again in like late August. So it's a very short season. And I do, I find myself getting sad and almost dreading, like, oh, it's going to be dark soon. And there's this feeling of like, I never have enough time. You know, I didn't go to the beach enough. I didn't go paddling enough. And just kind of, oh, I don't know, it just weighs very heavily on me. And then, you know, the days get shorter, it's dark, it gets chilly in the evening, and it just doesn't feel good. But I'm working on trying to be aware of what the bonuses of each season are and really accepting what is and 
you know, kind of going into the new season with an open mind and an open heart and just letting, letting the season bring what it's supposed to. So I want to talk a little bit about the wheel of the year and um, specifically where we're at right now. We just actually last night here um, was the equinox. So today it is the 23rd of September when I'm recording this and it's officially the first day of fall. Summer has ended and fall has begun. And so last night at the equinox, actually I think it was early, early this morning, but um, you know, we were in perfect balance between light and dark. And now moving forward, it's going to be, you know, we're kind of shifting into a time where we experience more darkness than light. And then at the spring equinox, it's exact balance again between light and dark. And then we shift the pendulum swings the other way and we shift more into light than dark. So it happens every year, you know, it's always kind of a sad thing for me anyway. I know a lot of people are so excited about fall and just, I do like fall, but it does feel a little bit, I don't know, heavy to me to be in darkness and, um, just experiencing the cold and all of that. But I really want to, um, embrace this season for all the gifts that it brings. So we'll talk a little bit about the fall season and, um, the gifts that it brings and how we can work with the energy of this season. So the wheel of the year, um, if you follow any like pagan traditions, you're very likely um, familiar with the wheel already. But I personally, I don't work with um, the wheel a lot. I haven't, I'm aware of it, but I haven't worked with it in the past. Um, And I had a wonderful day with my friend Katie yesterday and she came over and um, we actually did a little ritual about um, Maybon, which is the season that, or the wheel, the spoke of the wheel that we um, just experienced at the equinox. And we made a little altar and, you know, worked with the elements. And so that was really wonderful. So I want to kind of dive into that a little more. So Maybon is a season that is really um, about the harvest, right? So we think of Thanksgiving. And so the season is I should back up a little. I'm getting ahead of myself. The wheel. Let's talk about the wheel. The wheel has eight equal spokes and it breaks up the year into uh, roughly six weeks each. So six week little chunks and each one, you know, has a different kind of celebration and a different um, energetic vibration, I guess we'll say, um, that you know, brings gifts and opportunities. So right now at the equinox, we um, are beginning the season of Maybon and the other season. So after Maybon um, in October, you know, we think of Halloween, it's Samhain. Christmas time in December is Yule. You've probably heard of like a Yule log. So the seasons really correspond to um, some of our modern, we'll say, uh, westernized, um, religions and holidays and seasons and things, but it has ancient pagan roots, which is really kind of neat. Um, after Yule is Imbolc and then Ostara, which translates to 
Easter, which is kind of neat. That's in the spring, a celebration of, um, you know, new birth. And that's why we think of baby animals at Easter. Um, so Ostara is the spring equinox, I believe. And then we have Beltane, Litha, and I don't know how to pronounce the last one, Luganost. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. Um, like I said, I don't work with the wheel, um, but I am learning about it and I'm going to be kind of diving into it and I'm really excited. So as a side note, I am um, using a book for reference that I bought several years ago and you know, it's funny, sometimes we, things come into our field and we don't necessarily like dive into them right away, but this book called to me, um, probably three or four years ago and I didn't, you know, I've looked through it a few times. I've like flipped through it, but, um, I haven't really embraced it and done the exercises and worked with it. Um, and just the other day, I don't know why, but it called to me again. And I was like, I really need to look at this. And um, so Katie actually bought a copy yesterday and we're going to go through this workbook together starting at Samhain in October. So that's really exciting. But anyway, it's called The Great Work. The author is Tiffany Lazik and um, it says self-knowledge and healing through the wheel of the year. So I'm really excited to dive into this book and kind of learn more about the wheel and embrace the seasons. Um, but anyway, back to Mabon. So some of the um, key words here are, you know, gratitude and karma and balance. So we're really looking at, if you think about Thanksgiving being um, in, well, it's not in Mabon, but it's kind of the beginning of that harvest season. Uh, right now is the beginning of the harvest season. Um, we think of Thanksgiving as being that time, but that's really actually in um, the period of Samhain. But, um, you know, we, we've worked hard all summer and we've harvested a lot of crops. You know, if you are a gardener, right? Like right now is kind of the end of the harvest season, at least if you're in the northern, you know, chilly United States, um, here in the northern hemisphere, if you're listening from somewhere else, you're experiencing a whole other part of the year. But um, I am in the northern hemisphere, and that is what we're going through right now. So the end of the growing season and the beginning of, you know, the harvest and kind of winding that down and, um, yeah, just bringing in all of the things that we worked hard to plant and grow earlier in the year. So thinking about Thanksgiving and um, all the things that we think about, it's about gathering together with those that we love and um, being thankful for the presence that we have. We are a community and our family and the people that surround us and kind of thanking each person for, I don't know, I think of like a potluck, right? Like Thanksgiving dinner and everybody helps by bringing a dish or something. And it's like the con contributions that each person or each family makes, um, to the feast and, you know, taking the time to really celebrate the previous year and everything that we have grown and harvested and enjoying it. You know, we have this big feast and, um, all this delicious food and it's feels kind of like, a 
it's almost bittersweet, right? It's like a final celebration before it's time to hibernate. <laughs> we go into Thanksgiving dinner like, oh, I can't wait, all this delicious food. And then it's over and it's like, okay, that's it. And like now we've officially transitioned into this other season that also brings blessings. Um, but it's definitely the end of that growing season and the sunlight and the harvest and all of that. So we were in equal balance um, last night between light and dark. And if you think of that in an energetic capacity, you know, we are really kind of moving out of the masculine, you know, forward moving energy where we, you know, if you think of, you know, ancient people, like this was the season of being out working in the fields and planting and growing and tending the crops and all of that. It's a very like active forward moving energy. And we're moving now into a more dark, um, receptive feminine energy where we did all the work, we put forth all that effort, and now we're receiving. We have to kind of pull back our energy and go inward. And, um, you know, in ancient times, this was kind of more of a dangerous time, right? Like we're very blessed nowadays that we have electricity and we don't have to live in the dark and we have shelter and all of that. But um, for ancient people, this was a time where, you know, you had to go within and the family all gathered and it was, you know, the hearth, right? We needed a fire stoked to keep us warm and, you know, nighttime was longer and that's when predators come out. So we, we stayed inside when it was dark and, you know, kind of needing to conserve our energy, conserve and ration our supplies. So everything that we worked hard for, we have to be careful with and make it last. And, when I'm saying this, it actually feels very restrictive to me. It's like needing to needing to ration because it might run out. It feels kind of like a lack mentality. And I know that that's coming up for me um, as a fear of the darkness, right? But I know that also we live in modern times and I don't need to have a lack mentality. Um, but I think that that's a, an ancient kind of, um, it's like programmed in our DNA, right? To be like, oh. I, you know, I don't have a lot of opportunities or I have to make this last or, um, I don't know. I'd love to hear if anyone else experiences that and like the psychological aspect of that darkness. It's interesting, but, um, this is a time when, you know, we really have to let go of anything that's not necessary. We have to conserve our energy and our resources to make it through the dark period until, you know, until the sun comes back again, the spring. So, energetically, this is a time of letting go of things that no longer serve us. Um, and you know, in, in ancient times, this would be when you butchered animals that were not going to make it through the winter. Right. Um, and that's, I don't know, that just sounds really sad to me as a vegan. And, um, but you know, it is like, if it wasn't, if it was going to be a strain on your resources, you got rid of it. Um, and anything, um, unnecessary, you know, that was going to, yeah, anything that was like a strain on your resources, you had to pare down and, and really streamline so that you only need, or you only have what's necessary. 
So that's kind of energetically what we're doing right now. It's like a, a stripping away of all the excesses. We, we can't be extra anymore. Um, and of course, it's a process. It doesn't happen like overnight. It's not like, you know, last night was the equinox and this morning we wake up and we're like, okay, I'm done. Um, it's, a, it's a six week or so process of starting to really get quiet and really go within and kind of bringing in our energy and our resources and becoming more self-reflective and um, kind of looking at where we've been expending our energy and where we can cut back and kind of conserve. So some of the um, reflections for journaling that are in this book, and I'm, I'm not going to go through all of them, but um, I think they have some really good questions to kind of reflect on where you're at right now and um, how you can kind of work with these energies. Are So the first one is, what connection do you see between what you put out and what's coming back to you? I really like that question because it's about maintaining the balance, right? And um, the effort outward and the receiving inward. And that's really the crux of where we're at right now. You know, the summer was for putting energy out and creating and growing things. And now we're really going to start pulling back and receive and kind of reaping the benefits of everything that we planted before. So if that's in balance, you should be harvesting, um, you know, receiving and really seeing the results of your efforts. And if that's not in balance, you know, are you a person that gives and gives and you don't receive back? That should show you, you know, where you need to cut some things out because you really want to maintain a balance. If we put effort out, we should be receiving something back in return. Um, and sometimes that's a process and it doesn't happen right away and that's okay. That's the way it's meant to be. But if you can, you know, take an appraisal of your life and you say, yeah, I put all this energy into my relationships or into my work or, you know, whatever, and I'm not getting anything in return, then you're depleting yourself and, you know, putting it back into terms of, you know, ancient people and living through the winter. If you put all this energy out and you didn't get anything in return, if you weren't able to harvest or you're not able to harvest your crops, how are you going to survive this dark period? How do you survive the winter if you don't also have something to harvest from all the efforts that you put out? So if you look at your relationships and you're putting in a lot of energy and it's just depleting you and depleting you and you're not getting something in return, you're not going to survive long term. So that would be somewhere that you need to really take that appraisal and, you know, decide, is this something that is going to help me survive this dark period or is this going to ultimately um, harm me and, you know, it's depleting me? Um, the next question is, let me see here, I want to choose one. How do you experience your higher self? So this question is really about that self-inquiry, the reflection of the self. It's really going inward. And the dark time of the year is a really great time. You may find yourself, if you think about it, do you become very introspective when it is these winter months? And for a lot of people, I think that turns into 
depression, right? Or anxiety. Um, I know for me, well, have you ever heard of SAD, seasonal affective um, disorder? Or seasonal affective depression disorder, something like that. Um, I've always thought like, oh my gosh, I must have that because I do feel really kind of down in the winter time. But for a long time, I, like I haven't felt that in a few years, and that's because I'm living my best life, right? Like I'm living more in alignment with my higher self. And if you are, if you can say like, oh yeah, in the winter time I feel really sad. Think about it. This is a time for introspection and really appraising our life and where we're at and how we spend our energy. And if reflecting on those things, even at a subconscious level, makes you feel sad or depressed or anxious, um, that's because you're not living in alignment with your highest self or you're not living your true authentic purpose. So, you know, in the summer we have so many opportunities to be out and expending energy and it's easier to socialize and get out of the house and do all these things. And that's great, but it can also distract us from these deeper thoughts and from sitting with ourselves and being really comfortable with ourselves. And that time of the year is now coming where we don't have all those distractions and we don't have all of the, you know, the things that are available to us that are happening in the summertime. So we're stuck indoors more. We might get cabin fever. I know I do. And, you know, you, you kind of have to sit with yourself and be really comfortable with like what's, what's looking back at you in the mirror. And, you know, so it is time to look at that and, and say like, am I in touch with my higher self? Am I being authentic in my relationships, in my work, in my day-to-day. And if you're not, it's time to come back to center and, you know, kind of cut out what isn't authentic and what isn't serving your highest self and kind of figure out what is. And this is a great time for that because we do have that, that time for inward reflection and, you know, really diving deep into who we are and what we want And this is that time for conserving our energy so that we can gear up and really make it happen the next time around when we have, you know, spring and summer comes and our energy kicks back up and you can really kind of create what you want, create with purpose. And this dark fall and winter time is where we kind of go inward it's maybe a planning period it's getting really clear about what we want to create when we have that energy again and then let me see here what else oh this is a good one how do you feel when you think about death so this time of year is also you know think about the the traditional death symbol right so he's like a skeleton holding a scythe and the scythe was a tool used for cutting down the wheat and so it's a symbol of harvest and so you know death comes to harvest our souls right and bring us back to the other side but you know that can be a really scary thing but it's also recognizing the cyclical nature of life that everything grows and then dies and then grows and then dies and it it just happens over and over again light and dark growth and death harvest you know planting and harvesting and so when you think about death what what comes up for you like is it terror is it curiosity is it you know fear 
or do you embrace it and do you recognize like yes everything comes and goes around and so that you know really really identifying what comes up and and just kind of sitting with that and you don't need to know why it comes up but just witnessing it and kind of recognizing like oh why why do i have these fears or why does this make me feel so uncomfortable and and just kind of looking at that and that's another opportunity for self inquiry um okay last one do you have a tendency to hang on or to let go and like i said um earlier this is a time for really letting go of the things that aren't necessary the things that would be a strain on us as we move into this dark period and this time for really paring back and conserving our energy if you're hanging on to things it's going to deplete you more right like our energetic capacity kind of goes down a little bit during this time of the year we we pull inward and we keep our energy a little bit closer and so if you're hanging on to things with a tight grip that just aren't going to serve you they're going to just deplete you you're going to burn out even faster right but if you can let go of things in a healthy way and be willing to release it and you know see see where it goes and maybe it comes back when you have more energy or maybe it turns into something new um that's a more healthy way of moving into this season. So if you feel like something is calling to be released but you're holding on to it really tightly, you know, ask yourself why you're hanging on. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of losing something? Are you afraid that you'll never get something else? Are you afraid um, that it means failure to let go of something? Or can you can you release that grip and you know, just recognize like okay, it served its purpose for now and I'm ready for um, something else or when the right time comes I'll be ready for something else so those are some questions to reflect on Um, and maybe that means journal work or maybe just you know think about it or talk about it with friends Um, but those are some of the kind of um, themes of this time of the year and so I hope that that is interesting for you. I'm really fascinated with this wheel of the year thing because like I said, I always have experienced a lot of sadness and grief um, at this time of the year. It brings up a lot of anxiety and um, I've had, actually it's interesting, around fall, Thanksgiving period, if I look back over the last, let's say like seven or eight years um, this season actually always brings a lot of trauma into my life like a lot of really negative feeling things have happened around this time of year or things that just left a really dark impression on me um, so that kind of comes up too and I I can't help but believe that there is some kind of a you know higher purpose there some kind of a message um, that I have some things to process right and so really working with the wheel I think is going to help me see the themes that are present in each um, little turn of the wheel and really embrace them and harness those energies um, to really move forward in like the best way possible and so I think I'm gonna do 
you know, each, um, each turn of the wheel, I'll, I'll highlight like what season we're in and what that means and everything so that you can learn along with me. If you're interested, um, I will put the information for this book, the great work, um, in the show notes, because it's really fascinating. It's been out for a couple years. I think it came out in 2015. Yeah. 2015. Um, and like I said, I think I bought it when it first came out and somehow, I guess I just wasn't ready for it and now I feel like I am. Isn't that interesting how that happens sometimes? Like you'll come across something that catches your eye and then you just kind of put it down and never go back to it or not never, but you don't for a while. And then later on, like you've learned more or you've grown some and then it comes back into your field and you're like, oh my gosh, this is everything I've been thinking about. So I just find that really fascinating when that happens because it does happen a lot for me. But anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. Send me an email or send me a message on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. It's all at Aquarian Intuitive. Um, But I would love to hear your thoughts. And if you have any experience working with the wheel and if you um, have anything to add that I missed or a better way to explain kind of what this season means, I would love to hear that. That would be amazing. Um, or if you have any questions, let me know because, um, yeah, we can learn together. So I hope you guys have an awesome day. Um, I will raise a drink for you while I am in Florida and, uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Aquarian Intuitive Podcast. If you like this show and you want to know more, check out my website, www.aquarian-intuitive.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Aquarian Intuitive. And please, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Drop me a line. You can rate and leave a review on iTunes. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you thought, what you learned, or if you have something to add, absolutely please share. And if you have a friend that you think could benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them, pass this little nugget of wisdom along. So until next time, have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.